Welcome to Shelter and Sound, a Chirp Radio program. In this limited series, we're speaking with musicians, artists, and local tastemakers who are making it work while staying at home. These folks are finding creative ways to stay connected to fans and each other. As always, you can count on us to bring the music to you. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. have some public, I'm a happy tree. I'm a rose, bring a pretty shout out little bee. But I know what the city needs, I can hear her speak. I don't like you, I invite you, you're my allergy. This is Mick, and you are listening to the Trip Radio Podcast. I am here with Namdi, and he is sheltering at home as we all are following the state order, the recommendation that we all stay indoors while the COVID-19 pandemic plays out. Namdi, how are you doing today? Hello. I'm I'm doing pretty good today. (laughs) Not too bad outside. Got a nice little patio, so I'm doing all right. You've been handling the uh, the response to your album, Breath, in really interesting ways. I've been following you on Twitter, and you've been posting a lot of excerpts from some reviews, some reviews that you that it looks like you translated from like other languages. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first first off, I just want to say, um, as a fanboy, Brat is is an amazing album. I really love it. Thank um, you. I really love the places that you go on it. But it seems like there have been some like mostly the critical response has been good but there has been some sort of left field praise i guess you would say on some aspects of it what are some of the weirder things that people have said about your album or some of the weirder interpretations that you've seen there was definitely this one german translation that was probably the weirdest interview or not interview weirdest review i've ever read uh it started off by saying brett all you vegetarians can be calm. It's actually brat, not brat. And then it went into some line about, I, I say something about <laughs> wanting money, women cash, and then they just interpret a line I say that has to, like, about sex to having to do with this weird, like, weird sex. It's it's very interesting. I can't really explain all of it. I think something is lost in translation. They keep saying chocolate, and I'm just like, is that a, like, a... A weird way to say urban? This isn't, I, I did not understand it at all. <laughs> but, yeah, that could all be lost in translation, but I don't know for sure because mm-hmm. I can't speak German. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird that that they would get enough lingo to be able to identify uh, the fact that, like, Americans refer to robbers as brats. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and that they're spelled the same. Yeah. I maybe that is also a German thing. I don't know. I think it, yeah, I think it's a, it's like that's the that's the belly right there. That's where it comes from, right? They love their schnitzels. They love their <laughs> their encased meats. What are some of the sort of non-traditional, you know, promotion ideas that uh, that you've been kicking around? Me particularly, I've I've kind of been trying to focus more on uh, content that I'm interested in i know a lot of people have gone to like live streaming and twitch and all that which is really cool but i think uh currently my brain is not in that realm and i don't know the live streams it seems it's like a very convoluted thing right now because everyone's trying to do them and it's also very good because people are home and they're like looking for things to do so i've been pretty torn in between like not really wanting to do live streams until i can 
produce something that I that I would want to see, you know. <laughs> but also, yeah, I'm, I I got got a camera and I'm working on like more curated video content that is like more specific to what I would want to see and like what I want to put out in the world. So, um, just things like that, and hopefully trying to figure out ways to make that interactive with people. And uh, I think oh, an important thing for me would be to like whatever money I would raise from maybe like donations is like splitting it and giving it towards partially towards me and like my bandmates who have been affected, but also like there's so many mm -hmm. people that are worse off and like there are a lot of organizations coming together to help those folks. So just like picking places and like recognizing where I have privilege in certain areas and trying to help where I can is important to me. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very that's very noble of you to want to um, spread what little wealth you know comes your way around. I mean, as as a musician, I'm sure you sometimes have to worry about um, you know like your income stream, where the money is coming from. So that, like I said, that's that's really great that you'd be willing to you know try and you know spread the wealth as much as possible. Yeah, I think that's a lot of, I think most artists are like that. That's a, another thing that's been funny to me about these live stream shows and like a lot of the donations, like people will put their Venmos and their PayPals in the donations. And a lot of it is just like <laughs> artists and folks that don't even have that much like sharing their money. Uh, whereas like, yeah, there's all these like bigger corporations that are kind of like very stingy and hogging their wealth. So it's very good to see that people on this level are still being empathetic and helpful and hopefully it inspires other people to with more with bigger income to like support artists and support people that just aren't doing as well as them did have a tour with Wilco and Slater Kinney yeah. this past year. Um, do you know, like that hasn't officially been canceled? But it hasn't officially been that's, canceled. It's supposed yeah. to be in. You don't think that's going to happen? Month of August. I, oh, I mean, okay. I, I want to keep my fingers crossed, but just judging by everything that's going on, I really don't think it's. I really don't think it's going to happen. But it's not. I don't know. I would love if it did, but it doesn't seem feasible. I can't even like. I can't even imagine that currently, you know, like <laughs> there's no, there's just so much uncertainty with everything going on in the world. It's hard to put a date on like when gatherings of that stature will be feasible or like people will be even be comfortable. So like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I was just listen. I was just reading a article in new city about the, um, about the venue uh, coalition that was formed to combat Lincoln Yards mm -hmm. and just some of the things that they're trying to do to, you know, sort of weather this storm. And yeah, what, one of the things that they pointed out is that like, even, even after the order is lifted, people are probably not going to be going to live music, 
right away. Um, like not only are the venues going to you know, struggle to have acts lined up for after the order is lifted because you have to book those things out you know, months in advance, but also there's going to be some skittishness around yeah. it. Like, like, especially if there's not a vaccine, right? Like people are not going to want to gather, uh, knowing that they could transmit the disease to others or, or if they, um, you know, are not already infected, pick it up from somebody else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that as well as once the shows start, like coming back, it's going to be so, so bottleneck. There's going to be so much traffic of literally all these people who couldn't tour and their things got canceled, all getting rescheduled at the same time. It's going to be a, it's going to be a mess for sure. So uh, it's interesting to think of how that's going to be handled. And, yeah, also the masks, the face masks are not, they're not going away anytime soon. You know, I feel like that's just going <laughs> to be around for years now. Like, yeah, face masks are staying. Handshakes thrown out the window. There's only hugs. Handshakes are a thing <laughs> that we're leaving in 2020, like for sure. <laughs> what are, what are some of your favorite alternatives to handshakes? Do you like doing the elbow daps? Um, do you, do you like winking? I, I feel like winking <laughs> could be a little problematic for some people, but like, yeah, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been doing any of that. I haven't been doing elbows or anything. I just, I just give a nod and a smile. Yeah, my my partner is is fond of bowing. Um, whenever whenever <laughs> we watch, whenever we watch like Japanese TV, she's like, oh yeah, they they bow when they meet each other. That's actually yeah, that's that, actually really nice and sanitary. Is really nice. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we need to do that. That needs to be a more more western thing. We need to adopt the the bow. It's it's polite. Oh yeah. And respectful. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, right. And and you're very unlikely to transmit a disease to somebody. Yeah. Uh, I've never heard of way. a disease yeah. transmitted from a bow. Is there like anything that you wanted to plug or anything that you wanted to cover before we sign off? Um uh, I would love to tell people to to check out the music videos I put out. I put out a music video for Gimme Gimme, which is featuring this kid, Kyler. Um, and that story is pretty wonderful. Uh, he was dancing in the crowd at Westfest that I performed at, uh, last year. And our, my friend Francis, who's an intern for Super, snapped a video of him and then we posted on Twitter. Uh, who is this kid? Cause he was dancing so incredibly and there was no one around him. So it was like, we can't tell who's with this kid. Like we <laughs> want to find him. Yeah. And after weeks of posting it, we found him and, uh, his family is from South Carolina. So we flew him out to Chicago to make this music video. And it was one of the most fun experiences. Uh, so I love that music video it was made with new trash. Who's also a, a crew from Chicago. They filmed and edited all of it. Um, that I got a video for Wasted, which was the first single on the record. Um, I edited all of that and it was filmed by my friends, uh, Husni, Jess, and San Marmoto. And the Price Went Up video. Love for people to watch that. It's filmed by a very, very young kid in Kansas City, Missouri. Or is it Springfield, Missouri? I don't remember. One of the two, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put out those two yeah. videos, got more more fun things on the horizon coming very soon. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And, um, I would definitely recommend to everyone who's listening, 
follow Namdi on Twitter. It's pretty, it's pretty entertaining. He keeps things yeah. pretty fresh there. Yeah. Um, well, thanks again for your time today, Namdi. I really do appreciate you uh, chatting with me. Um, you know, letting thanks. everyone know that you're okay and, you know, and, uh, and you're safe and sheltering at home. Um, you know, for talking to us about your new album. Uh, do you have any parting words for the people of Chicago before we sign off? Uh, thank you all. Thank you everyone that supports me and listens to my music. I hope everyone staying safe and staying healthy and staying indoors and keeping themselves entertained and occupied. Love all y'all. That's right. Stay out of trouble. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Namdi. Uh, again, this has Thank been Mick with the Chirp Radio Podcast, and I have been in conversation with Namdi. His new album, Brat, is now out via Super Records. listening to Shelter and Sound, a Chirp radio program and podcast. Tune in next week to hear more about the creative ways artists are coping and connecting during these unprecedented times. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, or visit us on the web at chirpradio.org podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.